Well, it's been uh, pretty close now to a year since the Black Ferns in England clashed in what was a pulsating Women's Rugby World Cup final that captured the hearts and attention of the entire country. So 12 months on, the two sides are set to meet again on Saturday night, Go Media Stadium in Auckland. Actually, the match is also acting like a, a virtual final, if you like, for the inaugural WXV1 tournament. Assistant coach of the Black Ferns joins us now, and Steve Jackson. Appreciate your time here on the run home, Steve. It was a great bounce-back performance against Wales, wasn't it? Really kept you in the hunt, but there was a lot of hunger in the way you played. Yeah, I think we went back to... We got a, um, a lot of structure in as well, play. Um, our backs sort of led us around the field um, a lot better than they did the previous week, so there was a big um, focus on that week. Um, around that uh, communication and, and, and our backs um, stepping up and, you know, changing a few things in our game. So, and, and they executed it extremely well. Like, oh, we were, we were really wrapped with the performance that the girls put out on the field. Um, and I think that just um, led into it. We had a really good training week. Uh, we knew the things that we wanted to do in that game um, and they executed really, really well. So we were um, pretty pleased. What I was really impressed with uh, watching it, Steve, was a relentlessness. There was easy to take the foot off the the gas when the game was was ice, but there was a certainly after uh, some missed opportunities and uh, a little bit of frustration, I'm sure, against France. Uh, there was it, it seemed to be a uh, one of those eighty minute more focused efforts, even when you're putting aside to the sword, which you know isn't always easy to do. Yeah, look, and I think the most pleasing thing in that game was when when the game started to open up, and you know, and the scoreline did as well is that we just kept to our structure and our systems and what we were doing um, and to the game plan, you know. And, it, you know, and again, um, we did that extremely well because we knew that Wales were going to be pretty tough. Like, we took, we didn't take them for granted at all. Um, that week, we sort of focused on our stuff, on ourselves a little bit more, um, looked at the game against France, and we knew there was areas in the game there where we had lots and lots of opportunities, but we just couldn't execute and get the ball there. Um, so we made some slight adjustments during that week, too, mate, and... Um, you know, and I thought that, you know, our, our reserve that came on as well just lifted the tempo of, of the game but kept to that same structure. And you would have seen at halftime we changed a couple of things and, and they adapted really well to what we asked them to do. And the good thing about that is when we walked into the change rooms as well, made at halftime, um, the girls had seen a lot, of, a lot of pictures. So they had a clear plan walking out of the change rooms at halftime. And I think we put like 43 points on in that second half. Um, and we were really, really wrapped, you know, for um, Sophie Fisher coming on, making her debut and, and debuting and playing the way that she did too, mate, was, you know, was pretty pleasing for us. Now, uh, against France, discipline was identified uh, as an issue to tidy up. Uh, I imagine coming up against England in, in this big rematch from last year, discipline will be right at the forefront of things surely this week? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, we talk about it every week. Um, we, were a bit, we were better in the Welsh game. Um, but we know, you know, unforced errors, giving away penalties, um, we know that they'll just get down into our, field, into our half um, and do what they do best. And, you know, their forwards will roll their sleeves up, um, get into their mall, you know, so that they like the mall and they've scored so many tries from their only mall. So, you know, we have to nullify that um, and try and take that strength away from them. Um, and then obviously be, be on defensively as well. Um, you know, they like to come hard at the line and they carry strong and they get around the corner really, really fast. So, you know, um, we've got a plan for, to um, nullify those things. Um, but we won't get everything right. There will, there'll be things in the game that we don't get right. But, um, you know, again, we know their threats. Um, so, you know, it's just about us 
going out there and, and executing the the way that we've trained. We've got another training this afternoon, which will be quite intense. Um, so that'll be really, really good for us too. Um, the girls like getting a, a good hit out against each other and, and getting the physical training. And so um, that really preps us for the game on a Saturday. So no, we're looking forward to it, mate. We can't wait. And without giving away too much of the game plan, with that rolling more, you said you've got to be ready to combat it and you're making plans. How, how do you do that when it, it has been such a weapon? Obviously, uh, it was uh, didn't help uh, them to the point they wanted to in the final last year. But you know, before that and, and after that, they've been on quite an unstoppable run. Yeah, look, with, with rolling moors, you can't let them get set um, because then it's very difficult to um, to defend. Once, once a moor gets set, you know, nine nine times out of ten they're scoring. So we've got to make sure that we dis- disrupt their um their setup, and then again just make sure that we're on. You know, and we're working hard for periods of time there um, to try and nullify them all. But again, on the flip side of that, you know, we we back our our line out more as well. Um, so that's a weapon for us too. Um, not just only you know work the plays and that that we do off our mall, but also I think that the girls have. Um, you know, work really hard on our attacking mall as well. So, you know, hopefully you'll see a, a good old ding-dong battle um, up front this week. Did you treat it like a final at all, Steve? Well, look, we haven't spoken about a final. Um, we know that there's um, certain things that if the game goes our way and that, that potentially we can win this thing. Um, you know, Australia did us a fantastic favour last week um, getting up over France and, you know, so... Even if we even if we didn't have that opportunity, mate, we were still going out there because we know it's England. Um, you know they're world number one. Yes, we did beat them in the World Cup last year, but you know they've been on a winning streak for uh, for quite some time now, and they're tough. You know they got a good program. Um, you know they're very very professional um, at, at their approach to the game and what they do and how they train. So, look, it's going to be an awesome game. I you know I I just hope we get a good crowd. Get them behind this game because it's um, you know it's going to be a goodie. Uh, get out to go media and and get in behind and support the Black Ferns. No, absolutely, it should be a great atmosphere. And in fairness, uh, the Wallaroos on behalf of Australia Rugby, they owe us one. Uh, fair to say, um, everything you know, they've been dragging rugby in this part of the world down for so long with the Eddie Jones drama. So it's nice for them <laughs> to do something nice along the way too. Now, uh, this this schedule uh, to have the WXV. Here, uh, are you a fan of, of the series, how it's laid out? And three games, obviously, uh, some double headers and triple headers uh, throughout the course of uh, locations over the weekend. Uh, the timing of it was being uh, questioned by some. It means that no one could be attending the uh, the awards uh, up in uh, Paris. But it is pretty great, isn't it, to have this scheduled level of rugby uh, in the women's game on, on, a regular, on a regular basis? Oh, look, mate, I think I might have said it in an interview previously as well. Look, I think it's a great concept um, for us as the Black Ferns to be able to play the top three teams coming down from Europe. And normally they're the top, they're in the top of the, um, you know, top five, top six teams in the world at the moment. And for us every year to get regular game time against them leading into a World Cup um, is just fantastic. And it just gives us a bit of a yardstick of sort of where we sit as well. Um, up against these teams. Um, so, look, mate, massive fan of this um, WXV. Yeah, look, I'm not too sure about the, the timing, but we're just glad to be involved in like a, a tournament-like scenario as well, which always um, makes you a better rugby side because you've got to be playing these teams, these hard teams week in and week out. 
and you, then you feel like you're in a bit of a tournament mode, which will lead in nicely, you know, next year. Um, again, we have the WXV, and then the following year is the Rugby World Cup. So these little mini tournaments are um, a gold for us um, to be able to play against the top teams and, and see where we are against these European sides. sides is just fantastic for us. Yeah, and then obviously we're getting more, game, getting more games um, each year, which is you know, outstanding. No, I completely agree, uh, Steve, and uh, you know, important for the development of the game. And, and how important do you think for the development of uh, rugby uh, and women's rugby in particular in this country, uh, the recent announced changes to Super Rugby Alpiki, uh, the extended season, a uh, longer pre-season, for example, how, how big is that going to be? Oh, it's, it's, it's great. You know, the more games, the more talent that gets um, promoted into those squads, you know, the more that we get our girls on TV, um, getting the exposure, um, we've got a couple of New Zealand under 20 camps. You would have seen a couple of under 18 games, like the women's game in this country at the moment. It's on a high, and you know, and it's you know, really credit to the girls that are in this group here at the moment. You know, the way that they perform, the way that they hold themselves high. You know, they love their community. You know, they love to get out and, and be with the fans and all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, rugby. Um, women's rugby in New Zealand is in a really, really good space at the moment and, and I think um, you know, with these games being played down here there's only going to get more and more interest so and the talent pool out there at the moment is outstanding, you know, like you know, a few years ago we probably didn't have the depth that we that we wished but um, if we look at our group that we we're in at the moment and then the next year down with our development 15 playing um, there's some really, really good talent um, we're in a pretty good space at the moment Steve Jackson, assistant coach of uh, the Black Ferns. No pressure, but the country would love uh, a big rugby win this week. Uh, just, just saying. Uh, I think you got the you got the nation behind you. We, we, I think after the uh, the tough weekend last weekend, uh, this would put a lot of smiles and a lot of faces. Yeah, look, mate, we're we're definitely going out there to to put on a performance that not only this team will be proud of, but also the families and the support that we get. So, you know, they're going out there to give everything that they've got. And then, uh, you know, if they do that and stick to our structures and how we've been training and, and the plans that we put in place, mate, um, you know, we should get a result. Go well. Can't wait to see it. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it.